Do you remember that God is love? The definition of love in Webster and Google is saying an intense feeling of deep affection. It is a great interest and pleasure in something. And then it says after that, to like very much. But I don't associate the word like with love. And for me, that definition isn't deep enough to put God in that category to say it's an intense feeling of deep affection. Oh, that's nice and all. But but the definition of love is, is an agape love, which is a Greek word used in the highest form of love. It's unconditional form of love. It's, it's, it's yeah. brotherly love, affection, which is brotherly love. It's benevolence. It's charity. It's goodwill. His will is good for us. It's selflessness, selfish, being unselfish. Love means you're being unselfish. Amen. So today, again, I'm going to wear you guys out with the word of love. This is where the Holy Ghost is coming from. I mean, literally, I was down on my face crying about it, how the Lord says so many people lost their love. You're so busy thinking about everything else, thinking about yourself, thinking about the pandemic, thinking about your job, thinking about coronavirus, thinking about this, and you're forgetting. You're forgetting about love. You're forgetting to love your brother or sister the way that I have loved you, the way that he gave his only begotten son for each and every one of us so that we should not see hell. And so I have scriptures that I would like to go over and how many times love is used in the Bible. It's about 310 times if you're looking in the King James Version. And I kind of try to stick to the King James Version. You know, I have a mentor that just simply detests any other version. But I do tend to use the new King James Version. And if you're out there and you don't know Christ, then that's all right. So love is mentioned 310 times in the King James Version. Yes, it is. And the word appears 57 times in the Gospel of John, and that's more often than the other Gospels combined. Yes. 57 times in John. You know, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're just going to start off with the, with the number one key verse of what love is. And for those of you that have your Bible and want to follow, you can, but if you don't, Daphne, through the Holy Ghost, is going to do it for you. And the first scripture <laughs> is going to be John 3 and 16. And for those of us that are seasoned veterans, we automatically mm-hmm. know what John 3 and 16 is. But somebody doesn't, so somebody needs to hear what John 3 and 16 is. I'm about to read that for you right now. John 3 and 16 says, For God so loved the world. He didn't say God hated the world. He loved the world. He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should have everlasting life. Wait a minute. Hold on. He gave his only begotten son. I have one son, and he serves in the military. I have to be honest with you. I will not lie before you. I I don't want to give my only son. What kind of love is that? What kind of love is it that somebody loves you that much? They love you. They love you. They love you that much to give you their only begotten son because I love you that much? Do you even understand that kind of love? My God. That's agape love. That is agape love. It's unconditional. It's benevolence. It's goodwill. It's affection. It's unselfishness for somebody to have one son and to say, I'll give my son. I don't think you guys understand. That takes a lot. That is the biggest form of love. And that's how we come to Christ and knowing that he is love. My God, Jesus. 
Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Jesus. Let's go right on down the lane. Let's go right. Let's keep walking. Let's keep walking. Now we're going to go to John chapter 15 and 12. For those of you that are following, John 15 and 12. What is he going to say about love right here? 15 and 12. 15 and 12. John 15 and 12. This is my commandment that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man laid down his life for his friends. The Lord says you are loved. You know how much God loves you. Do you understand how much God loves you? When you think back about your life, about how many times death could have swallowed you up, when you think back upon your time, reflect on your life and think about why you're still living now and how you're still living now because the love of God is there for you. Because God loves you. And for those who think that God doesn't love them, let me correct you again. God says you are loved, and he loves you. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I got to keep doing it. God loves you. Somebody needs to hear God loves you. And in the same as being his sons and daughters, we are to show the same towards other people as brothers and sisters in Christ. This is my commandment that ye love one another as I have loved you. I don't care if it's a pandemic. I don't care if we're at the end of the world. I don't care what's going on at this present time and date. I don't care if we're in Revelation. You love one another as I have loved you. Love. I know you get tired of people at your job. I know that you get irritated. I I know you don't like people. But God says for you to love. God don't like you sometimes. He don't like your way sometimes. He don't like you sometimes. (laughs) Truth be told, but he loves you. You don't understand that love. You don't understand how deep that love is. That's a deep, deep, deep love that your mind will never be able, your finite mind will never be able to comprehend. We comprehended some. We know it, and we know what we know because of the way God created us, that our ways are not his ways, and his thinking is much higher than ours. So if his ways is much higher than ours, and his thinking is much higher than ours, how much deeper is his love that we know? Does that make sense? Amen. Yes, you understand what I'm saying? Yes, Lord. My God. Talk about that, Keep Lord. Keep on going. Keep on going. Keep on going. Now we're going to yes, get Lord. right on down. It's going to be first John now. So we don't went through the Johns about, you know, this is my commandment that ye love one another as I have loved you. God so gave his only begotten son, whoever believes in him should have everlasting life. We, we did those, all those, we are talked about those things out of love. Let's go down to first John 4, 7 through 8. First John. This is the first John, chapter four, seven through eight. First John, chapter four, seven through eight. Read. The text reads, Beloved, let us love one another. There it go again. There it go again. Let us love one another. For love is from God, and whomever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love, you hate group, you KKK, and any other group that are haters does not Uh know God because God is love. God is love. The definition of love is truly who God is. Out of all that we know, out of all that we know, the definition of love is God and the way he loved us and the way he gave his son for our sins. Oh, yeah, I understand it seems, that I'm, it seems strange that the Holy Ghost would have me to bring this around this time. But I think a lot of people forgot that they are loved by God because they're so wrapped up in their own problems. They're so wrapped up in just trying not being sick off coronavirus. They're so wrapped up into their jobs and so wrapped up into their finances, their loved ones, their husbands, their sisters, their brothers, and every other problem that you have, you know. But you're forgetting that you're loved. You're yeah. forgetting that you're the daughter and the son of Christ. On, you're man. forgetting that he loved you. 
and how much he loves this world and how he sits around weeping about this world because half the world doesn't know who he is. I remember coming up in the Church of God in Christ when we were younger, and I remember the way we were introduced to Christ. I cannot say was always correct. They meant well, and they meant no ill upon us. But the first time that I was ever introduced to Christ was in fear. It was in fear. You, you, you find it hard to trust and love somebody if you're introduced by fear That's it. instead of love. Come on. They preach, teach they it, preach correctly it, about hellstone and brimfire, but the way sometimes some of the preachers, now we're not talking about everybody. I'm not naming all specifics. Uh-huh. I'm just saying some of them did, and even them that did, didn't mean to. It wasn't, it wasn't on their agenda to to, to scare us or frighten us, but they they, 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 they introduced us to, you, you either love him or, or you're going to bust hell wide open. And that type of introduction mm-hmm. is, not, is, not, is not the way Christ wants to be introduced. It is not the introduction to someone that wants to know Christ, that needs to know Christ. Somebody that doesn't know Christ needs to know that through whatever they're going through, whatever space and place that they're in, whatever problems that they're going through, that God loves you and you're not going to always be in that problem. That's how much God loves you. He takes you through. And you will live. And you shall live. Many of us have been through so many things in life. And if God had Mm -hmm. not loved Mm -hmm. you, you would not be on this prayer line. You would not be listening by podcast. If God did not love you, this world, oh, Jesus, have mercy, would have ended a long That's time ago. If God did not have love, Jesus had it. It would, have, it would have ended a long time ago. If you think these are problems now, you, can you imagine being God sitting on the throne, looking down at all these people? that were created, that he created, and looking at half of them, and half of them don't like them, and half of them somewhat like them a little bit, and some of them actually love them, and just imagine being God, and still, and still, and he still loves you. He still loves you, despite of what you, despite of your backsliding. And you knew that you did it on purpose, you know, because you were irritated and you were tired and you went and you did the sin on purpose. God still loves you. Don't let the enemy lie to you. That's where he wants to get you into a place where he tells you that God does not love you. But then if if, if that's the case, then, then, then the Bible must be lying because it said God is love. Mm. And he's so plenty in mercy and grace. And he's slow to anger. My God. God loves you. My God, Jesus. Have your way, Holy Ghost. So in First John 4, 7 and 8, we're supposed to love one another. We're supposed to love one another. And who has ever been born of God and knows God, anyone who does not love does not know God. The KKK don't know God because they hate by color. All hate groups, not just the KKK. Oh, that's all hate groups. There are other hate groups. Mm -hmm. Every last Mm -hmm. hate group, I'm talking about you. You cannot hate your brother or your sister and say that you love God or you're walking in big time. You're walking in big time error. Always, you know, talking about you. You love God, but you meaner than a junkyard dog. Oh, God. Oh, 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 come on. Take your time. Take Barking your time. Working at everybody Never woman of God. you Work got your own God. problem and you're not even adhering to God's love for yourself. Amen. You're going through marriage or problems and you're snapping at everybody else. You're walking in your singleness and you're snapping at everybody else. You're bitter oh. from your last marriage and can't get along with nobody. Oh. My God, Jesus. My God, Jesus. That word, help us, God. Lord. Mm. Help us, help us, help us in the name of Jesus. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 
4 through 8. First Corinthians chapter 13, 4 through 8. I, I know I know I'm going through a lot. Bear with me. But First Corinthians chapter 13, 4 through 8. Yes, sir. I, you know, you can, I want you to understand that I read from the King James Version. I'm going to say this once again, and I also read from the New King James Version. I have a mentor, again, that cannot stand the New King James Version or most of the Bible because it takes the word sometimes a little bit too far. But so that, so that the people on the podcast will get an understanding, those that don't know Christ, listen. In the King James Version, charity seemingly to be a word for love because in the new king james version it's love so it, the text reads in first corinthians 13 4 through 8 charity suffereth or you say love suffereth long and is kind charity or love envieth not love or charity vaunteth not itself it's not puffed up Mm-hmm. It does not mm-hmm. behave itself unseemly. Amen. Come on now. It doesn't seek it's not not her own. It's not easily provoked. Amen. It doesn't think evil. Come on. It doesn't now. rejoice in iniquity. Yeah. Uh oh. Love, but rejoice in truth. <coughs> there is all things. Believeth all things. Hopeth all things. Endureth all yeah. things. Charity never faileth. In other words, love never faileth. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Meaning stop. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. But but not love. Not God's love. Love. As the old King James verse say, charity. You see, it, it don't, it don't, it's not all puffed up with pride and, and get agitated all easily and, and be glad to seek revenge on somebody else. You know, I'm glad that happened to him. I'm glad that happened to her. They make me sick. You know, yeah, that's not love. Yeah. Come on now. It doesn't rejoice. It, does, it says rejoice not in iniquity, but it rejoices in yeah. God's truth and God's truth is love god's word is love god is love god is not as my ex-father-in-law used to say many years back he is not a booger bear that sits around on a high throne frowning down at everybody and ready to zap you and to kill you as the enemy would have you to think some of those you those that don't know your word and don't know him at all god is love God is first and foremost God. Amen. Love. And you are loved. You are loved somewhere, whoever out there, you are loved. Yes, God loves you. And God wants you to seek him. God, God, have your way, Lord. God wants you to seek him. Seek him. Seek him. Seek him. Love like you've never known before. Love that will blow your mind. We're not talking about Eros love as a man and a, and, a, and his wife, because that is the only time that you would ever have Eros love would be a man and his wife, for the bed is undefiled. That, that is a different kind of love. But Come the ungodly love, the unconditional love, the love that God gives continuously that he will never take back or away from us is the love that I'm explaining to people that do not understand who he is and what he has done and why he loves us. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My God. Um, I'm going to keep on walking down the lane. There's so many Johns, so forgive me. We got to skip right on back down to 1 John again. I tried to organize them, but I was so high in the spirit. Jesus, Jesus, help me, Lord. I was so high in the spirit. We're going to go back down the block to 1 John. (laughs) And then we're going to go to chapter 4, 8 through 11. 1 John, chapter 4, 8 through 11. Read the text. He that loveth not knoweth not God. He that loveth not. He that loveth not. 
So a person that don't love, no, it's not God, for God is love. And this was manifested, the love of God towards us, us, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live in him. Herein is love, not that we love God. It's not that we love God, but it's that God loves us. You didn't start mm -hmm. off loving God. You didn't, you didn't, you weren't born out your mother loving God. God chose you and God loved you first. God yeah. moved you to come to him. He got your attention one day and he said, you are an apostle. You, you are a prophet. You, you are a minister. You, God loves you. God loves you first. That's why he Amen. gave his son. Mm. You didn't love God first. And it, and it, and it text goes on. It says, and sent his son to be the appropriation for our low batteries. He loves. If God so loved us, we ought to also love one another. How many times tonight, if I keep telling you, if the Bible is saying and the Holy Ghost is saying to love one another, it says no man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Low batteries taking you so badly at your job, or which family member is getting on your nerves that you forgot to love them, that you forgot to forgive them, that you forgot to get on your face before the Lord and say, Lord, empty me out. I don't want none of Daphne. I want all of you, Lord. It, it, it takes a lot of prayer, but it's very doable. Believe me, you can get before the Lord and you can say, Lord, take out of me whatever is not supposed to be in there because, Lord, I'm supposed to love everybody. I may not like their ways. I may not like their sin. I may not like their walk or their talk or what they're doing. But, Lord, please help me to love everybody because if I don't love everybody, then I'm not right. I didn't Amen. say like. That's what people don't understand. That's where you get it mixed up at. I didn't say like. I said love because I have to love you. I'm going to love you. I don't have to like your way. I don't have to like what you're doing. I don't like, I sure don't like your sin because I love what my father loves. And as we say always on the prayer line, I hate what my father hates. I love so many people that are, that are in of a different lifestyle. And, and, and I know that they, that they don't want to be taught Christ. Do I still love them? Yes. Did, did yes. Jesus love the people? Yes. He hates the sin. He loves yes. the people. He hates Amen. the sin, yes. but he in love with you. But he hates your sin. Yes. He hated Daphne's sin, but he loved the people. And I remember, the, you know, for me, the biggest form of love, you know, when I was um, married, I was married for 26 years, and I remember wanting to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And I remember I was somewhere probably around 30 or 31, and I know the enemy knew that I was going to start inquiring about the Holy Ghost. I had been inquiring about it, but, you know, sometimes some of us just don't get it till later. Sometimes the Lord, is, you, you just don't get it till later. And so I really was inquiring about the Holy Ghost, and I really wanted the Holy Ghost. I really wanted God's Spirit. I wanted to feel what God, what God felt like. I saw other people, you know, with this precious gift of they were they were speaking in other languages and this joy that they had. And I knew it was real. I knew it was real. I said, "Well, wait a minute. Don't I go to church and do all of this?" I said, "Lord, I want that too." But sometimes what we don't understand is we got a little residue up on us. And I believe back at that time I had a, what I mean by residue is some of my old ways were still there. I still had not, you know, thrust fully towards the Lord full speed ahead. It means I was holding something back. And it means I, some residue was still on me from, from part of the world and how I used to live when I was in the world. Mm -hmm. And so I remember, you know, the enemy trying to tempt me with the last thing that he thought he could tempt me with. All right. Because he knew that I was going to be looking for that Holy Ghost. He knew. He knew that I was going to start inquiring about it again. 
And so, I mean, he did it real big. He, he tried to tip me so big, it was ridiculous. He flew me out. He flew me out of state to another state to go see uh, a celebrity and, and, to, and to be on a talk show and say, here you go. Put me right next to that person. And as I stood next to that person saying, is this really real? Is this really real? I heard the Lord say this to me. The Lord said, do not say a word to them. If you speak to them, this is going to be your life. In other words, the Lord was saying, you either want them or you want me. The Lord said, don't speak to them. Don't say nothing. And then I remember saying to the Lord, I'm not going to say anything. I said, I love my husband and I love my children and I don't want to do this. And the Lord said, and you'll go home afterwards. I said, yes, I will. Yes, I will. I said, I love you, Lord. I want the Holy Ghost. And I remember being there, and I remember the money and the limousine. I I really, truly remember all of this. And after the talk show, I was invited to a party. And I went home. And when I got home, a month later, I made up my mind to go in and to hang in there. No matter what the enemy said to me, I remember saying to the Lord, look, I want the Holy Ghost. I didn't say anything to them. I left New York. I said, I'm here on my knees, and I want the Holy Ghost. And about an hour later, you want to talk about love? Oh, Jesus, have mercy. An hour later, my experience, I don't know what your experience was like, but for those of you that are filled with the Holy Ghost, but I'll never forget for me, it, it almost seemed like a whole light of infusion went in me. And after that, I jumped up in another in another realm, even though I was at home. And I was over here and I was over there. And I saw one of my kids coming down the hall smiling at me. And my ex-husband stood in the doorway crying, with, calling my brother-in-law on the phone saying, she's got it. She's listening to this. Listen to God in there. Listen to God in her. And I'm going to tell you something, honey. It ain't no money, ain't no sex, no spouse, no childbirth, no marriage. All of those things are wonderful and beautiful when they're done righteously unto God. But can I just say this? They don't compare to the Holy Ghost, the feeling of the Holy Ghost, God's love. When you feel God's love, yeah, I don't even yeah. understand. There's no words to describe it. It's going to blow. It, you, 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 you're going to be like, uh, you'll talk about that until you die. Until you go back to the Lord. Because I'm going to tell you something. I never knew that that's how the Lord felt. And I, I remember the, it was it was called being drunk in the spirit. That's what they mean by being drunk in the spirit. Yeah. Just, yeah. My God, Jesus. And he was in me. And he was in me. And the Holy Ghost was down in me. And all and 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 I and we didn't have no phones to to record it back then. You know, I, I'm 53. You know, while we had a little flip phone, you couldn't record nothing on no flip phone back then. It was a private matter. You know, within me, the Lord, and my family, and my ex-husband at the time. And I just remember hearing myself speaking that other language. And then I said to the Lord, I don't ever want this to go. I don't ever want this to go, Jesus. And so I never felt like this in my life. You don't understand when you don't know who God is, what you're missing. Amen. You are missed out on one of the best things that you're ever going to feel in your life. You are missing out. You're missing out on your salvation. You're missing out on real love. That man that you're shacking with can't love you the way that the Lord loves you. That woman that you're sitting over there sneaking around with, she can't love you like God All can right love now. you. Amen. That feeling that he gave to me, it ain't never it ain't never going to be found in anything else. I'll never find that feeling in anything. Nothing else can compare. Nothing. Amen. 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 The anointing came along with it, and for a whole week, I couldn't smash an ant. Now, I know you think I'm being silly. I couldn't. And you understand what I'm no, telling I you? I looked at uh-huh. an ant. I could not yeah. smash an ant. All his love was poured into me. I couldn't wait to get back to the church. Mm. That experience was love. And I want somebody on the podcast that's out there to know that that experience okay. is waiting for you. 
Yeah. He will do the same yeah. thing for you. His love. We talking about love. He said, but Carson, they're gonna get tired of hearing about love. If that's but when you go to bed tonight, you're gonna remember love, love, love. God loves you. Love, Jesus. love, love other people, love one another, love God, love, love. My God. Yeah. Jesus. Ooh, it makes me think about, you know, Psalm eighty four. You don't have to go there. You don't have to go to Psalms 84, but I often think about, you know, when the Bible says, what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him? Who are we? And it it intrigues me. It inspires me. It makes me cry when I think about it because who are we? Do you know how mighty and great God is? Who are we? Yes. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Jesus, have mercy. Oh, God is love. God is love. And he loves each and every one of you that's on the line, people that are listening to the podcast. Just want you to come up out of self. Want you to quit thinking about your problems and stuff like that. Want you to love on him. Spend more time with him so that he may manifest his love in you. And for those that are seeking him, keep on seeking because he's going to show up and he's going to show out to you and you're going to inquire about him more and he's going to manifest himself more because he loves this world. He don't hate the world. He loves the world. He hates the sin. He hates the enemy. He hates evil. But God loves you. Yes, he does. And he wants us to love one another so much. Mm. He wants us to love one another so much that it's almost yeah. like thank people. Please remember, please remember during the during this pandemic that's continuing to love one another. Yeah. Please, 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 please treat us treat treat people right. Treat them right. Love them. Yeah. I don't care if they get on your nerves. Love them. You can always you can always go in the bathroom and lift up your hands when somebody get on your nerves yeah. and yeah. say help yeah. help yeah. help yeah. help yeah. help help me Lord you have to ask for help when somebody getting on your nerves because you love them your children get on your nerves but that don't mean that you don't love your children the same way when we getting on God's nerves. He still love us. Do you think you do stuff that God that God likes all the time, or do you think that much of yourself? Uh-oh. Do you? Uh-oh. You you think you Uh-oh. you all that in a bag of chips and a Coca Cola on the side with some juju beads? Uh oh. Candy. You must think you're all that. Come on, huh? amen. My God, you're not. You're not. And we're perfect in Christ, but we're not perfect in the flesh of ourselves. We're only perfect, you know, in Christ. So you, too, you do things that the Lord is looking at you like, really? Seriously? And then he's telling you, come on, baby, come on back. Come on back now. (laughs) You You didn't handle that the right way. You did not handle that the right way. He makes you, convicts you. He makes you think about it. He makes you think about it. But I urge each and every person on this line, as I'm getting ready to close out, to please remember to love one another. Don't be biased in who you love. Jesus is not biased in who he loves. Jesus don't care if you are Vietnamese. He don't care if you're Laotian. He don't care if you're Tongan. He don't care if you're African. He don't care if you're African American. He don't care if you're Caucasian. He don't love nobody deemed higher, deemed higher than the other because of a skin color. (laughs) It's kingdom people. It's kingdom people. It's kingdom people that he loves. It's kingdom. We are a kingdom. And everybody in the kingdom is different. And we have different gifts. And we bring different things to the table. So love one another. Thank you, Jesus. So all black people going to church 
uh, I mean, going to heaven. It ain't just no all white people going to heaven either. If you if you think this way, then you then you need to get into the presence of God. Yeah, and yes, come on now. Yes, Lord. Ain't no such thing. God is love, period. And yeah, I tell yeah. you what, you keep on thinking because you black, or you keep on thinking because you white, or you keep on huh. thinking because you Chinese that you going to heaven based on a skin color. Was it was it not? Who did he teach about being prejudiced? Was that hmm, was that not Peter? Peter. Was that yeah, was that Peter? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You think you're better mm-hmm. than everybody else because you know you work for the civil oblica. Mm. Oh. <laughs> you, 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 you are, you know, you are, you are evangelist Shabbat, you know, and you have all these master degrees. <laughs> make, ooh, make that plain. Say that again. You know, oh, so you walk and you keep yourself higher. You deem yourself higher, and instead of loving on people, you know, I'm going to a book signing one year, and I'll never forget him standing in line to sign the woman, get the woman to sign my book. And I and I say, oh, I love your book, such and so and so. That's evangelist something. I'm going to come up to you. I'm sorry, ma'am. I should have addressed her correctly. She, she has a bona fide title. When Jesus rode in on a plane donkey, when Jesus loved everybody, when Jesus gave everybody a chance, when Jesus offered his life for everybody, when Jesus poured out his love on everybody, when Jesus don't care who you are, he just loves everybody. Jesus didn't say, I am the son of God. Do you know who I am? That's right, man. No replication. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's right. I only remember, remember Jesus mentioned that one time, and he and he wasn't saying it like that to the Samaritan woman that was at the well. He was only preparing to tell her about herself. He wasn't trying to even do it. I'll, but I'll leave if somebody called me out on that and say, "Oh, oh, 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 excuse me, Sister Daphne, I'm gonna call you right back out on it." It was only one time, and he did, he didn't mean it like that at all. He was only calling the Samaritan woman out. Okay. He just said, if you knew who I was, you'd be offering me a drink. Because if she knew of the goodness of his love and who he really was and why he was yeah. there and all the truth about him and Jesus. what he had to offer, she would have offered him a drink. He wasn't saying it like he was above everybody else. Yes, he's above everybody else, but he never, ever flown in on a beautiful horse with diamonds all on it. He didn't come with a daddy max suit on, on walking to the side. You know, why are you humble? Humble, very humble. The same way we should be humble. You got your life. You got your chooses. You got your picks about who you like and who you don't. I don't like Sister Daphne. She she kind of strange. She talks strange. Yeah, yeah. You see, you see, she thinks she got some little TikTok ministry. You think that's helping anybody? Who is she? Who is she come up under anyways? That's not love. Jesus. My God, Jesus. Instead of saying, I see Sister Daphne over there trying. I see Sister Daphne gifts are trying to manifest. I want to pray for her, Lord. I want to pray she go further, Lord. And I and I want to be able to tell her what you if you give me something for her, Lord. I want instead of you uplifting me, you sitting over there looking wondering about me. That's not love. That's not love. That's not love. That's not love. He said love. So when you find yourself sitting over there getting ready to gossip about somebody or, or, or finding yourself not liking them, remember, God God don't like some of your ways, and he don't like the way you're thinking at that moment either. But guess what? He loves you. All right. He loves you. He loves you. I cried today. I'm, I'm almost done. I cried today. I cried on my face before the Lord. I mean, I cried from the pit of my soul when the Lord says, Daphne, please tell them that I love them. Please tell them that I love them. In the midst of everything that's going on, Daphne, he said, I love them. I love them. He said, I love them. I love everybody, Daphne. He said, I love them. I love them. And they don't know it. And some of them forgot it. And the enemy got some of them yeah. thinking that I don't love them because of the things that are going on. But I love them. 
I love them. Even those that are not walking upright, I love them. I love them. Why wouldn't I love them? My God. And I cried like a baby. And I said, Jesus, you really brought it tonight. And he bought it quickly, too. He bought it quickly. I didn't, I didn't have to go into a long few. I mean, the Holy Ghost just came in and said, love, love, flooded my spirit, love, love, love. He said, they're going to get so tired of hearing it. Just when you go to bed, love, love, love. Remember, God loves you. You forgot that God loved you? You forgot who you are in Christ? Did you forget that he really loved you? Oh, sure, the enemy is giving you a run for your money. But do you really think that God don't love you? He loved you. And don't forget it. In the midst of your problems with your wife, God loves you. In the midst of the problem of you being single, God loves you. In the midst of the problem that your children are giving you, God still loves you. He loves you. You are forgetting who you belong to, and you're forgetting how to act. And you are supposed to love. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. And, I, and that's what I close out with. I ask that you all continue to love, love one another. Certainly love your father before anything else, even before your own self. Do it in the order that God has called it to. Love God first, yourself, your husband, your wife, your children. Yes, in that order. Love God first because he's going to take care of you. He's going to love you. He's going to love you. Amen. 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 Pray for me. Amen. Amen. A message about love. About love. My Lord. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the Lord Jesus. And then went over there to God is the love. Mm-hmm. Amen. And since we are made in the image and likeness of God, you were made in the image and likeness of love. That's mm-hmm. why he tells us to love one another. Mm-hmm. I am the person of love because I was made in the image and likeness of love. Mm-hmm. When you want to feel love, you lay out on your belly, prostrate, and worship love, mm-hmm. and you'll feel love. And if you want to see love, go in the mirror and look at a reflection because you were made in the image and likeness of love. <laughs> love is who you are. Hello, somebody. Somebody Amen. Say, I am, hallelujah, the persons Amen. of love. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. In the name of Jesus, I am the persons of love. I am. Love and love. On purpose. I forgive on purpose. Amen. Yeah. I love my enemies on purpose. I pray for my enemies yeah. on purpose. I forgive quickly on purpose. Because if I don't do it on purpose, I don't have a purpose. All right. Amen, somebody. Amen. And then, and then, and then, and the love that I love me with, hallelujah. Uh, 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 um, you said, uh, um, said, uh, how did it say? Uh, St. John seventeen twenty six. Hallelujah. My God, girl, you done stirred up a love fest. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. St. John seventeen twenty six says this here. Oh, Lord, let me get to it quick. It says, And I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith thou have, uh, that thou hast loved me with may be in them. Mm-hmm. Yes. That the love that thou love me with may be in them. And then he said, and I in them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. How much did God the Father love on Jesus Christ? Mm. <laughs> that the love that thou love me with may be in. Lord, how deep was your love for Jesus? That's the love that is in you. That's the love that is in me. How deep is that love that you loved on you? That the love that God loved me with, this is what Jesus prayed for you and I, that the love that you had loved me with may be in them and I in them. Love causes a response. Remember, God had so loved the world that he responded, that he gave his only begotten son because he so loved us, and we are like we can't so love God. Thank you, Lord. We, Ally, we can't so love one another. No love your enemies. 
so love the homosexuals and the lesbians. I love them. I hate that saying, but I love them. Amen. Because that's a soul that needs to be saved. I love the dope dealer. That's a soul that needs to be saved. I love the prostitutes. Those are souls that need to be saved. They need to be introduced to a savior named Jesus. Jesus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, cause of a response, God loved on God the Son so much that he couldn't help but to respond to that love and left eternity into time. God loved on God the Son so much that he couldn't help but to respond and grew himself in, in the virgin's womb and, and burst himself and caused the angels to, to sing of his, uh, of, of his coming into the world and heard the shepherd boys and they had to go see this marvelous sight in a manger. God loved on God the Son so much that he had to obey his parents. Hallelujah. When he was telling the scholars about his father, he said, come on, boy, why do you do this? Know that it must be about my father's business. But in obedience, he obeyed his parents and went on back. God, the father loved him. God, the son, so much that he couldn't help but to respond. Hallelujah. To cast out devils, to heal the sick, and tell the world about the father and how to be saved and bring the kingdom into the earth realm. God, the father loved on God, the son, that he had taken a whips on his back. He couldn't have to respond to, to, to take the whips on his back, the piercing of his hands and the crown on his head to be lifted up on that cross. He loved God the Father so God the Father so loved on him so much that he couldn't have but to respond and give up the ghost to redeem us from the curse of the law of sin and death. And we can't love one another he forgave us when we nailed him to the cross. Yes, we all was guilty. And he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. We cannot love that deep. I beg the difference. Amen. That was a powerful message. The difference it is a love thing. Believe me, it is a love thing here. Amen. Because love what moved us. Love is what moved God. He did it by faith. We were rotten and, and wretched and in our sin, and he gave his son to redeem us from the curse of the lost and, and death. To make us more than conquerors, to be a reflection of love, which is Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Yeshua HaMashiach. And I love when you say that he didn't make no reputation of himself. I'm the Messiah. He just got to you all talking to me like that. He didn't say that. <laughs> Nor did Peter, when Paul had rebuked him about being prejudiced, moved from the Gentiles to the Jews when the Jews came in. He confronted him to his face. Paul to say, huh, I walked with Jesus. I walked on water. I saw Ray Lazarus when I did, opened up black eyes, cleansed the leopards. Here the policy. Who do you think you? Uh, what were you? I walked with them. You didn't walk with them. You was. I think you just stoned Stephen last week. Who do you think you are talking to me? She said, "He didn't do that. Mm-mm. He humbled himself out of that love and repented out of love. It's the goodness of God that leads men unto repentance, and that's love. Repentance saves you from hell." Yeah. That's love. 